four times the size of uh, your chin. Now, here's Lee Majors, and it's Steve Austin. And the first thing was the, is the director has to remind us that Steve Austin was a sex symbol. So here we have our sexism. Oh, him. Now, turn it up, because he's going to make fun of today's youth. Now, you know kids today. They say things like totally. I just don't know my own strengths. Awesome. Awesome. Totally. Totally. Well, that was on fleek. Yeah. So the director has let us know that he's a sex symbol and he's old. Can I, can I have some very disturbing questions I need to ask before we watch this movie? Yes. Yes. One, the government owns them, right? Mark, Michael, that is very disturbing. Okay, it is I don't disturbing. Know where you're coming from? Let um, me say this: you you crash right in an astronaut, and you wake up, and there's bionic parts, and they yeah. call you crassly oh, yeah. the six million. Oh, yeah. Always reminding you how much they pay. Like we, you owe us. You are the six million dollars, and you dollars. do what the government tells you to do. Well, what if uh, I'm older? Tough shit. Well, no, no, he is retired right now. He's retired. There's no way the bionic man is retired. He's going to be government owned till the rest of his life. <laughs> okay, this is about his son, his son, who's also a military pilot. Steve Austin Jr.? Yeah. Now, does Bigfoot show up in this at all? Because he no. When... no. Oh. Not in this one. Okay, so. Steve Austin, the $6 million man, he is now retired. He sunk all his <clears throat> money into this fishing boat, and he fishes all the time. And he was married to this woman, but she was a cuckoo. So they got a uh -huh. divorce, and she never said, by the way, I'm pregnant. So surprise, you have a kid. But he, he found out when he was young, like a couple years later, and he never raised the kid. And he, when the mom died, he sent him to the aunt's house. Okay, so he's explained from his son. Yeah. No, so how did he know she was pregnant? Was it a bionic eye used at all? Like, smell hey, it. I, you can smell it. Smelled. When oh, a woman's pregnant, that. there's a yeah, there's a scent. To oh, it. hang on, let me so, write this down. Thanks, so, man. I learned everything about women from you, Carl. <laughs> so he did crash and get bionic, and then find out about it. And he was an OSI agent, so his excuse. That he wasn't around was, you know, I, I got to America to help to see. What's an OSI agent? It's the pretend CIA. It's okay. the pretend CIA. You know, in the Venture Brothers, they're OSI, too. They're the good guys. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they actually have a scene where Steve Austin and, the Big, and Bigfoot are a couple. <laughs> and they're hiding out in the mountains together. <laughs> oh, man. I like that yeah. uh, the clothes are awesome. You know, What's one thing going on right now is he's yeah. saying, like, Fortress is back and Lyle Stenning is the head of, you know. And Lyle Stenning is, like, uh, his longtime adversary, but not really, just for the point of this movie. You know, they want to make it. Right. Okay, so he's like, forget it, Oscar. I'm retired. I, I'm out. I'm out of the game, and he'll stay out of the game. Uh-huh, and he's going to be like, yeah, but according to this receipt, we own you. <laughs> Six million dollars, it says right here. Yeah. 
look, no, six million. He's got to come and fight Lyle because guess what? He's Martin Landau. I know. I saw the special credit. You know, special guest star. The first name is always the villain. Mm-hmm. Bodacious. Oh, look at him. He's definitely like. Ah, I'm gonna take a look at the look at her bikini one more time. Well, he's I he got a memory after the summer he met Jamie, and you're right. Oscar Goldman keeps looking at the bikini broads, going, "Looks like you're you're not too old." I can see Steve Austin. <laughs> totally tubular. By tubular, I mean okay, Oscar. We get you. <laughs> oh, here's my impression, Carl, of the six million dollar man and the bionic woman having sex. Okay. Oh, Oh, woman. You're looking at. You're listening to another man. What? You're looking at another woman, huh? Oh, Cindy. Are you looking at Cindy? She's in Montana. <laughs> oh, Frank. Frank! Frank. Who are you listening to? Frank from Louisiana. So when you saw the Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger is an aging Terminator, how'd you feel about that? Because Terminators and, and uh, Bionic Man, he's going to die eventually, right? Uh -huh. Or he's immortal. Who? So Bionic Man? Of course he's going to yeah. die. So his, he has this equipment in him like for 40 yeah, years? Yeah, he's got a fake leg, okay? And they reinforced his spine with crococranium. But that was back and, in 1970s, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. This is 87. Does he need well, like an upgrade? His son gets the bionics and he like runs all weird and they're like all impressed with him. I can't do that. And he shoots a laser with his eye. You know, so yeah, I saw the laser he's eyes. Got That's 1970s pretty cool. technology, and his kids got late 80s tech. Yeah, they had lasers. Nepo babies, right? Wait till you see the way he runs, man. I am the son, the son of Steve Austin. Well, the thing is, this was like, okay, this was kind of going to be a pilot, you see. Okay. Of course. These two right here on screen, they were together on a vacation in 1986, just fucking around. They were just friends and they were on a vacation. And they started pretending, they were like improvising a scene, like they're probably drunk or something, pretending that they were Steve Austin. Yeah, right, of course. So it gave them the idea, let's let's have a reunion. So they contacted this guy, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal. He's a good Catholic, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal. Who agreed to develop it and then there was a chance meeting with brandon tartikoff now why do i know that brandon tartikoff by the way the dog in uh punky brewster is named brandon after him he uh -huh. is one of the superstars of the early 80s when it comes to television executive personalities he's the okay. president of his time he spearheaded every show you like from nbc in the early 80s and he had a certain personality he passed away years ago but okay. he is definitely like a power broker that even I know about. I've read about him, Carl. You know? Gotcha. So, yeah, Brendan Tartikoff, he probably said, cha-ching, let's yeah. do it. Well, it says a chance meeting. So they just bumped into Brandon. It uh, led to the movie being sold to NBC, and it was $4.8 not $6 $4.8 million budget, 
because it was also going to be like a pilot. Michael Austin is the name of the kid. So it would be like the Bionic Man's kid was going to be a new series. Oh, that's cool. So Lee Majors could be in it, but he doesn't have to run around and shit. Right. His son mm -hmm. could do it. It right. literally his, his son could do it. Now, what about Bionic Woman? Would she be in this backdoor pilot as well, like in the show? Yep. yep. We're going to see her all over this thing. Now, does right she now. have a bionic daughter? Uh, no, that that would be hitting the that would be gilding the lily. I think you gilding the lily a little too on the nose as we nail on the head. I mean, that's a little <laughs> too on the nose there. They're bit. twins. They're twins, and they're their own babies. They 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 are they become they get married, and they oh right. They... Who are you listening to? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, boo, 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 boo. oh, by the way, like, you know, during, oh, I haven't finished the sex scene between the... Six okay, let me jerk right, you off with my bionic hand. Ouch, ouch! Ow. I don't have a bionic dick! Right, right. Don't worry, Oscar Goldish. We can Ow. rebuild it. We can rebuild it, Steve. <laughs> His balls. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild it. Then Be you better. really would hear that sound when they were doing it. Oi, 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 oi. Okay, so now he's sort of like been introduced to his son, but they never met. There's Bernie. He looks yes, old. Bernie. There's the dad from Surf 2. So the good dad from Surf 2, not the racist dad. And no, the, no, it's not the good dad. It's um the the what's his name? Tom Villard's dad. Right. But he was and, cool. He he yeah, was he, he wasn't was he wasn't dad. selling uh, Buzz Cola to the kids. Right. Exactly. Those are the other two dads. Our dad's he was also protesting the Buzz Cola. Yeah. Oh, look, California, where everything exists. That's yeah. another great thing about this TV show. Watching this in New Jersey, it's like, wow, California looks so cool. Yep, yep. It always did. So right now, Oscar Goldman has learned that Steve Austin will meet his son at this restaurant. So <laughs> he is arranging it that that bionic woman coincidentally bees is there in bees there is there with on us on a date like on a blind date kind of thing because he for some reason in our plot wants steve austin and and he wants steve back to fight fortress so if he gets him back with i don't i don't understand his logic but he wants to play matchmaker and put these two together again Fair enough. That makes sense. Was fortunate. You know, one thing about these shows, excuse me, is that they would be episodic. You know, it would just be yeah. that villain of the week. And if there was any kind of like chronological story, it would be a special or like, you know, when he met Bigfoot, it was a big deal. It was maybe a two parter right. or a movie or it was an event. Yeah. But there was never yeah. like, uh, a, the show was never a 22 hour movie. Like, a serialized uh, TV show we we watch now. No, nope, it was episodic, just like you said. It would start with the premise, and by the end of the thing, it was wrapped up, and the guy was in jail, and it was right. all. There was really no mystery. Like it wasn't. I don't think the bionic woman was searching for something about her past, or like yes, there was no... no, she was. No, you see, she was. The pre yeah, the okay. Steve Austin and Jamie Summers were in love, and it was the summer of love and love, 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 love. And then Jamie love has it. the parachute crash, and they go, 
save her life, make her bionic. And they go, Steve, you can't. Well, I'll crack it to you if you don't. So they made her bionic. But when she woke up, she couldn't remember. She was like, hi, who are you? Are you okay, Jamie? <laughs> Is that my name? No, but she remembered her name, but she forgot all her about her past. So she didn't know she was in love with Steve Austin. So the Steve was a tortured soul who was uh, right near the woman he loved, but she couldn't love him back. Okay. Now, was this because they were retroing the story? Like, did it originate as a pilot? It's just Jamie as herself. And then they threw in all this backstory later, or? There was a movie. Um, with the bionic woman. It was really supposed to be an episode. As a matter of fact, she dies at the end. She's What, she's I die? Did I hear you correctly? Yes, she dies. It was so popular that they, they just said, all right, fuck that. And they made it like a thing like, okay, we didn't want you to know, Steve. I told you she was dead because she can't remember. And it would have been torturous to you. That's really what it was. That's, that's interesting. Um, Okay. Nice save. In the third season, two-part episode, her character is critically injured in a skydiving accident, equipped with bionic implants, similar to, but her body rejects them, ultimately leading to her death. <gasps> this was intended to be Wagner's last role under her universal contract, but public response to the character was so overwhelming that the death was retconned ret into a cover story. That's right. For a near-death secret recovery, Wagner, Wagner appeared in a two-part episode which returned her character, followed by a spin-off series, 1976. Amazing. That's so cool. Now, remember the time they ate pizza and riding horses? Yeah, she, that's Remembering the time she's riding horses? Remembering the time she's eating pizza while remembering the time she was riding a horse? <laughs> Does she have a flashback within a flashback? Yes. I remember being on a flashback. horse remembering us eating pizza. <laughs> that's right she was on the horse galloping she goes yeah. I remember that time we had the pizza I'm remembering the time I remembered that we had pizza we were having pizza and you were telling me you were on a horse <laughs> so now we're having this awkward okay ready for some bionics turn it up so we hear it doesn't matter what I think with you right now what you know you, you retreated inside yourself no contacts no friends and when somebody needed you you didn't care it's fine okay just what stay you, she's there. talking about Istanbul. we'll learn that later jamie please let go of me no. now here we go <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so i just wanted you here to whoa, whoa, whoa. i want the audience to know what we're talking about when they're doing it yeah, that's it. Watch my non-bionic parts! Don't worry about the tip. Call me about the window, please. Is there a back way out of here? Yes, out the back. Hello. I was going to tell you to turn it up for her line. Yeah, that's a great line. Sir, I'm going to ask you to leave. Hi, Dad. Oh, hi, Dad. That's even more embarrassing. Why didn't you use the door? Well, son, no. We'll be back see, after this. What were the commercials like on the other recording? Yeah, we don't get to see the cool retro commercials. They just, it just goes to black and comes back. 
That's fair enough. Yeah. We're more interested in the action here. Well, I don't know, Mike. It's really fun when they have the retro commercials. Sure. You know, I mean, and, and there's the news story, news at 11. You know, you see what was, right? World Trade Center what? hit? What? No. <laughs> this is 1987. Get out of here. Oh, Statue of Liberty will be reopening soon. Right. Well, this is cool. I mean, I didn't realize he had a son. I know Lee Majors was in Evil Dead versus Ash or whatever the TV show, Ash versus the Evil Dead. He played mm-hmm. Ash's father from the Evil Dead movies when they had a Showtime show. He was the dad in it. But I didn't watch it. Um, the, He got famous from The Big Valley. He, there were oh, 400 no people who auditioned for The Big Valley, including Burt Reynolds. And he yeah. won... And that's how then this came along, and now he's a big star. But he also went on to do The Fall Guy for one season. He was in The Virginian. Did you like The Fall Guy? No. Now, check this out, Mike. Check this out, right? He was going to be in Midnight Cowboy. He was going to be the John Voight guy. Yeah, he would have been all right, I guess. Well, the thing is, but instead, Big Valley... It was they had they had the more the thing is he was a TV guy and this it's corny and stupid six million dollar man but if he had done Big Valley and then got cast with Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy his career might have been totally different he might have been a very cool hip movie star well do you think John Voight is John Voight was in Runaway Train which we watched and we loved him in that performance but you know he's grown up and he is who he is you know this kind of firebrand on twitter etc and and not really you know so it, it could have been anything but i'm saying it, it wouldn't mean anything to be in that movie it would have been cool to have a tv actor show up in a movie that was rated r at the time x i mean that cowboy well, was rated he, x he was a tv actor in like a cowboy film in the black and white days you know what i mean yeah. like if he had gone into that movie, he would have suddenly been a hip, cool. I mean, it's all about heroin and John Voight's tr- picking up a prostitute and thinks that he was the prostitute. Remember that scene? I don't know. If yeah, of course. And, and um, Hoffman dies and, you know, I'm walking. Oh. He, he could have become, he never was a movie star. He was a stupid TV star. Right. But he did pretty well. I mean, I, I think like. Yeah, he did pretty well. <laughs> He you was know, in Robot get... Chicken. He played himself like in Robot in Chicken. Robot... Robot Chicken, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be like, ah, I'm making fun of Six Million Dollar Man. I mean, people get cast and become iconic because of their TV roles, and then you feel right. kind of bad that they're typecast. But always at the end of the day, or at then you're like, I really love Six Million Dollar Man. Could you just give me that? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. So it would now be cool. we're like... Okay, this paramilitary operation is in a station wagon with three goofs. <laughs> what do you want to do? Is that OSI regulated station wagon? <laughs> well, they're the bad OSI. Oh no! This. Is- oh, hey, buddy. What? Oh, California's beautiful. Oh, that must be a backlog. Oh no, it looks like California. I mean, like an actual. Yeah. <sighs> So 80s. Oh, wait, with the music. So we have three goofs. Right right into the boat show. Is they want to capture Steve Austin because they want to learn about his bionics. 
You see, Martin Landau has got a thing for bionics. He wants to steal the secret. Whoa! Whoa! This is the that first time in 10 years someone wants to steal a secret. And I also like that guy's earrings from the 80s. That's pretty cool. Oh, of course, there's a ramp. I was going to say yeah. it should be a ramp show. Now, watch. Mm. This jump is pointless. He jumps. It was right? a double ramp. But then the other car can just drive around. I mean, there's a barrier. <laughs> right. But Steve drove off a ramp, landed on another ramp, and went over a boat and hit. Right. Where the stunt people are? Oh, Wilshire. Wilshire, sure, Wilshire. Boulevard. Yeah. No. The... Okay, remember he was like, I'm retired. Now they've come, Fortress came after me. So now he's back. So, so this he's time it's personal. Oscar Goldman, like yeah. to pledge to fight Fortress. I'm back, hopefully for a season or two. Full, full pickup. This time it's personal. Well, the thing is, this was popular and it did the it was the fourth highest rated show during the week not the night or something that would be terrible but like it was a highly rated show so it led to two other movies it never led to the 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 tv series right now she was like i wonder what parts are bionic sexually <laughs> well i'd look at his ass but that ass is bionic now you this know, is father and son yeah oh yeah. look at that they're gonna play ball we finally we get to play ball, Dad. Do you? Uh, their TV movies were pretty well known. Like, didn't they get married? Was one of the TV movies, like I the marriage of the. I don't think so. I don't remember that. Yeah, but I, I do remember the TV movies. This one, when you uh, picked it, I was really excited because a lot of those TV movies were during the late seventies. You know, maybe early eighties. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like nineteen eighty-seven where they're just dusting off the characters and bringing them back. Well, this led to two other movies. The next one was 1989. It's called The Bionic Showdown. Six in the Bionic one. And, the, and his son is in it also. And then, but this is the one, I think we might have missed our real one to watch. In 1994, they had Bionic Ever After, question mark? So maybe that's... Maybe that's the one? Yeah, like maybe that was the one to see, and maybe that's the one with the marriage you're talking about. Oh, I was waiting for him to squeeze that. Well, he was like, do something bionic. You know, he said, don't bother <laughs> me, kid. I'll and box your fucking ears in, son. <laughs> oh, my dad was a cruel man. <laughs> you should see, okay, when you look at Lee Majors the second as an old man, He's Steve right. Austin. He's Steve Austin. Google his name and look at him like old. He's Steve Lee Austin. Majors I I. Now this is up. Oh, well, we we'll see him later. He's Did Frank Poole from 2001: A Space Odyssey. It's pretty. Cool. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, I want to take a look at him again. He has a weird face. Yeah, and he's old. He's got his gray hair. You know. Yeah, I remember he did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. Weird. Well, the thing he was in 2010. Uh, I see, too. The year we made contact. No, that was... That the was... Sequel. Yes, I know, but he... No, that that was the Star Trek... What was his name? No, no, he shows up as a cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, I he, he appears okay. in the movie. He, he's not like... He doesn't act, act, but he definitely... 
comes up as character. What what was the name of the other astronaut? It was Frank Poole and Dave. Right. Yeah, uh my mind is going Dave. Dave the Daisy. I'm sorry I can't do that, Dave. That's right. That's a mean computer lip lip reading. I know. What I wanted to do on Fish Burgers was do that to Jeremy. I would say <laughs> open the pod bay doors, Hal, right? But the thing is, I would tell Jeremy that I'm going to, that's the, our joke is that I open them, you know? Because you remember how stressed he would get? Open Padre doors! You just see Jeremy <laughs> in that astronaut. Oh, I see Jeremy do that? What? So you're. Hello! Hell! That would have been on your public access, our public access show 30 years ago with your brother Jeremy. Everybody knows because we're so famous. You don't got to tell Yeah. Oh, they can check out our Fishburgers channel. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on YouTube to fish burgers, but it's got to be the channel. Otherwise, you'll get recipes to make fish burgers. Yeah, you'll be there all day. Coming out of her concussion. Okay. Now he's going to tell him she remembers. She remembers you and your love affair. She's probably in love with you again. Oh, yeah, there you go. Younger. Young. <laughs> I really appreciate everything that you have done for me, Steve. Yeah, I really like you. Not enough to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening to me. Yeah. That's my, one of my old jokes. I never use that again. That's so great. You're uh, a great guy. You're, you're really not, not nice enough to <laughs> I threw that joke away. I'm sure you <laughs> threw a million of them away. You got some Yeah. Money. Oh, and we're back. So this was two ABC shows, but in the 80s, Brandon Tartikoff got the rights, got this aired on NBC. It was, yeah, let me tell you about that. Um, Turn it up so we can hear the boop, 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 boop. Okay, let's hear Oh, no, it's too late. Okay, so. Heavy breathing. NBC picked up the Bionic Woman after the series had been canceled by ABC. Oh, ABC okay. continued to air the $6 million man. So Rudy Wells, the guy who like made him Bionic, he was on two different networks. You know, we That's Bionic- so the, the spinoff was on the same time as the run for $6 million man, but $6 million man remained on ABC. Yes. Well, at the same time, the Bionic Woman was on the air, but on the competing channel. NBC. It was a scandal. It was, what? Has the whole world gone crazy? And now that I'm competing is... against the, you know, well, that's the spinoff. Yeah, a lot more people like it. You know, there's been a lot of television shows that switch American networks. I would say Taxi was on ABC and then NBC. Uh, shit, there was another show I just thought of that switched networks. But it's not too uncommon that happens but i've never uh-huh. heard of a competing uh right a, a similar a show right yeah it's like i guess the most i now in the streaming services you have south park with paramount plus showing exclusive movies and hbo max having the rights to the tv show which is also mm-hmm. on comedy central <laughs> that's the only example i could think of yeah that's an example of life imitating life <laughs> the biz so now all was again, it... it's not worth anything. It's like, when I woke up, 
Oh, it was stressful, stressful. I know you set me up with Steve. What are you up to, Oscar? Do you notice in the 80s, men still wore suits on television, even though they really just didn't television style? Like, nobody yeah, would wear that jacket. Right. You would see Michael J. Fox in a suit, yeah. on family ties, and the dad, and they're like sports coats. Or I was watching Andy Kaufman on Fridays. It was, it was these following episodes. He, he famously kiboshed an episode. And then uh -huh. the following season, they had him on, and it's on Tubi. And he's wearing the cheapest three-piece suit I've ever seen in 1980. You know, okay. like, it's just like, it's what people wore. Like, you know, on Mark and Mindy, it would be a three-piece suit. It wouldn't, you know, like, who wears a three-piece suit? Got right, a vest right. and a jacket and a tie, and it's like, you know, vanilla looking. The vest is overkill. Yeah, like Oscar right now. Like, I know we're not listening to them, but it's just Well, because weird. I don't... It's crybaby stuff. It's really not list. Look how his tie is. It's folded into his pants. Right. Tucked right in. And whoa. He just got out of bed, maybe. Twist the scarf around your and roll him. And roll him. <laughs> oh, look. Continuity error. Your tie's out to untucked. We don't have. Uh, it doesn't oh, matter. And cut. Right, Michael. Very good. Yeah. I have a bionic eye. Go ahead. Listen oh. for two seconds. Okay, with my bionic ear? Yes. Be careful. You're no stranger to Fortress either. <laughs> What's okay. that supposed to mean? I wanted, well, Fortress is the paramilitary organization <laughs> run by Martin Landau. But what I wanted to say, and we'll see, here's Martin Landau. I'll come back to it. All right. Don't forget. Steve Austin shows up. Should I call the guard? Oh, we're just going to have a little conversation, you and me. Should I call the guard? Oh, this is just a little chat between you and me. Two adversaries getting together. And I'll kill you with my bionic. You're joking me. <laughs> my God, Martin Lando is so great. That, that toupee of his, his hair is so I don't know if it's real or not. I love it. it I it's think that, it's real. Yeah. Now, this guy, you know, he was, he grew to be into movies, not, but he started, it was Space 1999 sure. and Mission Impossible. That's yeah, what he, made him a face that you know. But he was a fucking superstar, though, in both of those shows. And his wife was in, in both, too, and because he was just so versatile in them. Like, you know, and she did too. Like they were just anything that they threw. Like Mission Impossible was fantastic. Yeah, you know, they were always playing something different. Yeah, In each episode they had to do some sort of scam. I remember there was an MTV like uh, red carpet event for the first Mission Impossible movie, and I don't remember if it was Tabitha Soren, but one of the famous MTV news. Yeah, yeah, went up yeah. To Martin Lando, who was there on the red carpet, and go, uh, "What are you doing here?" Oh my God! Hey, like, are you promoting Ed Wood? You uh, idiot! <laughs> I guess she's just young. She wasn't around. Yeah, she was young. She didn't know. And don't forget the first movie, like Mission Impossible, is this great team espionage show, and then the first movie, his espionage team gets killed in like twenty mm -hmm. minutes. So, just Ethan Hunt. <clears throat> oh, is he a psychic? Is going to do jigsaw? All we got with Martin Landau was Steve 
Austin going, if you hurt anybody who I love, I'm going to get you. Fortress I'll kill you this time. Yeah. Now we're seeing that, like, Jamie is, she's like a physical therapist, and she does counseling. And this guy is, like, all about TV shows. And I don't know. He's got problems. Later on, he'll um, help the plot by a little bit. That's why he's here. So what do you mean by TV shows? Turn it up. You'll hear he, the way he okay. talks, like, beam me up, Scotty, stuff like this. Uh, one last question. Beam me up, Scotty. Perk out. Sounds good. With you. Womp, 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 womp. Jamie. Be careful out there. Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Dynamite. Look, a fake leg. It's bionic leg. Oh, press five and six to wiggle the toes. Now, do you recognize <laughs> Rudy Wells' face from the show? He was in Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man while they were playing on different networks. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He is the guy who does the bionics. I don't remember him, Carl. Oh, oh, okay. When yeah. I saw his face, I immediately remembered. Look, he's the guy who always used the tweezers. Uh, it's a little personal here. Can you imagine you have a bionic leg and you see the guy fucking with a leg on the kid? <laughs> it's a weird tingle when I see you do that. Well, if it isn't Steve Austin, how are you, Steve? I thought Steve. you were tired, buddy. How come one limb is clean shaven and the other is hairy, her suit? You notice that? Like, we got a hairy edition, a hairy white edition, and a clean shaven white tweak. You'll see on the table. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, like if one's got, one leg has hair. Look yeah. look here in this science thing. See the science in there? Yeah. See, that's all you are, Steve, to us. That fucking microchip. You get it? <laughs> Six million dollars that cost us. I know! Let's see. Six seasons, 20 episodes apiece. Uh, each villain, 120 villains, that still comes 4.6 million short. You all no. Look at this laser eye. You see, I've got a laser eye. If huh. there's anybody who ever needs a laser eye, you let me know. All right, well, okay. you know, if the sun gets into a jet crash or something. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, 20, it's a week before the accident, but thanks for letting me know. Yeah, it's a little early. It's a little early. Um, um, thank you for the movie part. The the creator the invention lab is always like this hoardy bit where it's like okay here's this pen that will help you breathe underwater and shoot any kind of laser crabs great if Whoa. I ever see a laser crab underwater I'll use it Whoa, Whoa! laser crabs <laughs> <laughs> I got my pen here can I get your autograph <laughs> Yeah you're so crabby ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Look, he's playing with uh, Steve Austin's fake skin. Oh, my God. How 80s. And I'm setting that up because later I'll become a hostage. Carl, remember wearing pearls in the 80s when you go to supermarket shopping? Yeah. No, but I'm going to yeah. get myself a paper that is cup. so 80s. Look at the high shoulders yes. on both of them and the pearls, especially the pearls. Look especially at the tie pearls. loosened, the pop collar. Yeah, no, she well, she rocks it. Liz, I like I'm a big fan. Oh, she's got now, a side hustle going. Later, she'll 
get cured. See, what happened is she's she keeps her eyes closed all the time since she was a baby. And then oh. when they teach her about opening her eyes, her sight will be restored. Listen, oh, lady, you're coming with us. Yeah, right this way. I have a gun, lady. Uh, now, I guess you didn't hear me. Yeah, if you don't come with us, we're going to shoot the children. Watch, look. He's going to be fired. The line. Like, they don't hear a fucking gun behind them. <laughs> click, like, click. no one does. Click, click. Come with us or we'll shoot the children. He could point we're a gun at six children, Carl, because according to the show, they're blind. No worries. Right. right. They're not getting away. Well, I hope he doesn't escalate this by pointing a gun in broad daylight to a bunch of children. Now, coincidentally, Steve Austin just happens to be parking his car and getting out for no reason. For no reason. He shouldn't be here at all. Well, no, that's that parking spot is reserved for Lee Majors. Oh, here we go. Oh, turn up the cells here. To... Come on, make this noise. Make the noise. Come on, more. He's running down like the suburban part of a. Probably in real life, they stop. He's like. He does. He always does look like that. Even in the original run, he always looked like he was exhausted. Gravity. Oh, he's running and stopping. Watch, oh, look at this, Mike. Watch. Jump. And... Oh! How do they do that, Carl? In a single bound is how they do I have, it. I have notes. I don't like the, the music over the sound effect. It has to be all sound effect. Just the sound effect is what we need to hear. Okay, here we go. That is incredible. All this shit's incredible. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, you punk. Talk about road rage. Oh, look, she bionic kicked it out. <sighs> Finally, I could use my bionic powers. I got my bionic power. I'm going to stuntman you. What? Here, I was... Barcelona. Oh, I can't believe it happened. Wow. Oh, they're fine. It landed wheels up. They're cool. The wheels up so you could drive away and everyone's okay. Yeah, you know how it goes. Do, do, I do, see do, 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 getting away. What's their license plate? I got the license. He didn't need his bionic guy for that. Stop wasting energy. You didn't need your bionic eye. <laughs> the government is like, you use your bionic eye to get a license plate number? Fuck you. It's my body. Okay, now, no. this is the same restaurant they were in when she, like, threw him through the window. So when they're leaving, the, the maitre d' person will be like, would you, would you please use the door this time? He really is going to say that. They let him in. Wouldn't you let a bionic couple back in after they, they uh, broke your window and repaid it? <laughs> I guess, yeah, is the window fixed? She said, here's my card. Call here's me my about card. the window. But wouldn't guy throwing at it, window etiquette would insist that you would never show up to the restaurant again? Yeah, that's you right. You would the be window? embarrassed, right? You would be embarrassed. Right. Well, let's say you're the owner. You don't want 
Mike Spiegelman, the bionic asshole, walking into Scotty's to throw someone out the window again? Right? Unless you're scared of Mike Spiegelman. Absolutely. So on t for two reasons, they shouldn't be here. This must have just been they've shot on the same day. Because yeah. the owners wouldn't let them in, and they wouldn't want to go in. It's so embarrassing. They're so embarrassed. You remember that lover's spat where you threw me out the window? It wasn't even a lover's spat. So right he now we're going to have a situation in which it's like a movie does something that would never happen in the real world, like their feelings and stuff. It's like now she like gets her memory back and he knows and, and instead of them getting together, she's like, let's just stay in touch. Let's just be friends. It doesn't make sense. I see. That wasn't my knack for getting acquainted. Maybe to that will do better. Find the right words. He's talking about his son right now. It's inside yourself. It's in your heart. Even if it is made of Teflon. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, TV humor. Teflon was used a lot in 87 because of the president. Remember, like, uh, Yes. Ron Reagan was, there was the Teflon Ron or? Well, the, no, no. You're thinking of the mob guy, the Teflon. Yeah, right. Don. The mob guy. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Te yeah, yeah. Teflon Don or something. Yes. I guess it was. I John Gotti. Right. Gotti. I don't know. John. John. You ever see the movie Gotti? Uh, Travolta? Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't think it was so great. Do you think it's bad movie? Like good, bad? If it was on YouTube, we would watch it? I think it's probably a bad movie because I don't remember it well. And that's what right. I tend to do. Like, if I like a movie, I remember everything about it. But if I can't, that happened to me with Woody Allen once. I think I, I already told you that story. I, I saw this Woody Allen movie and it just really sucked. Then I was in the video store and I was like, oh, a Woody Allen film I never saw. Okay. <laughs> right. You said it. Is shit. Okay, let's listen again because now we're going to have the ridiculous stuff. I guess I let it burn a lot longer than I should have. <clears throat> what the hell were you so angry about last night? Oh, you just you won't have a good answer. <laughs> it's so bad, I don't even want to listen. It's just fake stuff, like, I'm confused. <laughs> I, I want in my movie bionics. I want bionic jumping. I want bionic running. I want bionic listening. I want bionic seeing. I want to see guys point uh, their gun and kit. I don't want to see a, a dinner scene that goes on before the oh, next yeah. commercial break. Yeah, it's really long, this scene, and it's... All right, fuck it. I'll tell you something about the film. Um, sure. Uh, um... It was released you, on video. You know who directed the movie Gotti? Yeah, Starring no. John Travolta? Tell me. The, uh, the actor who played E in Entourage. Oh, okay. I've got his name. That's I know him. So I, 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 he was on a, a bunch of sitcoms, too. I, I saw him in. I don't want to read this stuff. I'm kind of done with this film. You've All seen right, this how many times for research, Carl? How many what? times have you seen this already? This is my fourth time. I just yeah, find so that if I, I watch it three times and I'm ready for our show. 
Um, married to Farrah Fawcett between 73 and 82. That's pretty short. That's really pretty short. 73 to 82? Nine years in the limelight? Because they were in the limelight. Wait, wait, you're right. You're right. That isn't really short, right? Especially if you're famous. Um, cameo appearances in Circle of Two. He was in Scrooged. I don't remember that. He probably uh, played himself walking around the, the, the yep. television a lot. Yeah, he did. He did. He was in Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that. The brother Solomon. Oh, I've seen Big Fat Liar. I think he probably played himself, honestly, on a lot of this movie this, they're yes. trying to make. He was in Grand Theft Audio, his voice, Big Mitch Baker. He was in The Mist by, with Stephen King for two seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on Dallas for two shows. That's pretty sweet. And that's the modern Dallas, the modern Dallas. Oh, like the CW Dallas? Um, Whatever it was. was TNT did did Dallas, and J.R. Ewing was in it. You know, the old cast was in it, and the young young guys. Did you see it? So, yeah, it had J.R. Jr., right? Yeah. J.R. J.R.? Yeah, it had Jerger. Jerger. Okay, turn it up. I know of it. Turn it up. Would you mind leaving through the door? Our window's closed today. <laughs> Is that funny? That was him. Did you miss it? I know. I saw it. Was he no, passive aggressive? Didn't you hear what he said? You didn't hear he, what he said. I did hear what he said. I had it up and I listened. He goes, Hey, uh, this time, guys, can you go through like the door? Because like our window is not like open. Okay, okay. No, I totally heard. It. I had the volume. You'll hear it. Okay. My mistake. My mistake. So, um, check this out. Check this out. You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Yeah, sure. I love that song. Okay. Um, songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned his friend Lee Majors one day. The call was answered by Farrah Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him he was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Okay. He heard the midnight plane to Houston. He started doing that. <laughs> he started going in the shower. Leaving on that midnight plane <laughs> Houston. The Georgia. And it Houston. Into, yeah. Um uh, Weatherly used these wealthy people as characters in a song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who cannot live without her. Eventually the genders were swapped and the plane became a train and Houston was changed to Georgia. But I mean that's what gave birth to that's the what song. On. No shit. You know, their relationship was like People Magazine fodder every week. Yes. National Enquirer. It was Benefer. Yeah, oh, yeah, Benefer. And part of it is that Farrah Fawcett, you know, she had her own history going on, and people would always, like, you know, those magazines would always try to get exclusives and exploit it. Well, yeah, it was like National Enquirer kind of thing, but a little yeah. bit. Was it called the Star Evening Star? I don't know. There was, it was a little early. Okay, so well, what like, we're going to have now is a bar fight. In which a father and son can bond. Okay. Oh, like they, they ball friend? But can't, like, I don't know, you gotta pull punches if you're bionic, right? Well, he, right now he's not bionic. Oh, another window, this time in yeah. fast motion. And now Ooh. the dad will be the one to say, Is this how you leave places? <laughs> uh oh, stuntman fight. A lot of stunt work in this. That's kind of yeah. cool. Oh. 
Thanks for the beer, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I want to see a movie about that guy. Crack. Yeah. Pub. He's like, stay out of it, Dad. And he's like, it looks like fun. <laughs> stay out of it, Dad. Yeah, right. So he goes back through the window. That's stupid. Broken glass everywhere, Carl. People pissing yeah, now, on the streets. That's right. It's not safe. It must be a TV show. So now we're going to hear the bionics when Steve comes in. Do, 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 do. He's super jocked. Punch. Crash. Smash. A lot of sound effects. Crash. Smash. He wears that leather jacket so he looks like he has muscles. That's his son. His real life son. Would now be a good time to impress me with show bionics? <laughs> That's a normal sounding punch, Carl. Right. Crack. Oh! Bionic push. My spine. Bionic. My Why would you see people? Yeah, you can see him like uh, Winston Payne. Did you see the joke there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Well, like, he went to, like, beat up a guy... But it turned out to be a girl, so he stopped. And then she, like, slugged him in the stomach. Look at that! Yeah, that's pretty raw. That happens in no fights. That's right. Uh -oh. Cops. Sorry, officer, I was just trying to take this beer outside. <laughs> what? Why won't you? I was a I beer stander. I got it. I was an innocent beer stander. <laughs> Hot dogs. Get your hot dogs outside of bar brawl. Good ball brawl. Let's get either a hot dog or whatever. This there's like two oh popcorn. Well, yeah. He's Only in get... Los Angeles, Carl. Only in LA. Here you're gonna have to see. He's gonna get him popcorn. The works with the works. Street... With the works? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want a street corn? Street pop? <laughs> Give me a street pop. What do you want your street pop? Everything. A street Give pop a street from pop. a pop. I'll order one street pop from a pop. Again, street dog next from the stand. Come on, I promise you'd order the popcorn. Come on. Uh, they just passed up their entire relationship. Well, we're getting bonding scene because next scene he's going to die, you know, get killed. And he doesn't die, but a plane crash. Okay, buy the street pop. Here we go. Get the you the works. Butter, butter, salt. and salt. Want corn on your pop? What else do you? I mean, like some yeast, some flavorings, some, some cinnamon. The works. The works. Chili. No, I don't want any ginger on it. Yeah, chili. Chili and cheese with jalapeno peppers. That's one peppercorn. This is their plan, is to drive at them. It will split them up, and then they get the kid. If they get the kid, they'll get Lee Major's bionics. What happened to the street pop? They dropped it? Well, watch. Do, 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 do. He goes, good job, um, up. My arm, Dad. Whoa. Now, the son's going to think to himself, that's really cool. I wish I was bionic, until he really is bionic, and he goes... You made me a freak! You made me a freak! Did he not pop his son's uh, arm out of a socket? Right, absolutely he would have, right? 
How do they do these effects, Carl? Let's just cut to the chase because they're they, jumping they jumped over. backwards. They jumped backwards, and they so some guy it. outside Wilshire or you know jumps out of a building. It's got to be a studio. That little fake dead end they went into. It's got to be a sound. Okay, studio. so they're on a studio lot, and then they have a three-story building, and they right. probably have those like wonderful cushiony. Yeah, and then they yeah. jump down backwards. They're stuntmen. They're trained to. And then they take the film and they reverse it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so two people. Let me get this right. They're in a lot, right? right? Don't you think Steve Austin's real-life son was like, Dad, why can't I be the kid? Dad, why can't I be the bionic one? Wouldn't Do you feel the it's the other way around? The, the father says, son, you are going to be in my bio, return of the uh, – you're going to be the bionic kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dad, I don't – I don't live in your shadow. Oh, he's he's uh do 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 the her boobs. Did you see it? Oh, he's he's eavesdropping. Well, he was no, but he knew she was listening, and so he said, "You're more beautiful than ever." And so then the general guy was like, "Yo, excuse me, Mister Austin." <laughs> oh, the general sir. It was a general admission. Yeah, they let him in. It was general admission. So now we're going to have, you know, plane crash. We And then we've got to make him bionic. Oh, that's her son? Look how they're all dressed up like, um, yeah. that's the bad guy they fought in the bar. I'm, I'm not bored at this at all. If you think you're bored watching this a fourth time, imagine actually watching this, the air show. I guess, just, I guess like they're testing it. It's a test. They're all no, they're he's like gonna graduate or something. It's like he's gotta do a a striking run or some crap to graduate. And then like he'll be like he'll be so fake in trouble. He'll be like, Oh, uh my sensors are broken. Up ah, the stick's not responding. Houston, turn it up. It's he's like so bad. Do a barrel roll. You know he's not in danger, is what I'm saying. Uh oh my hydro gauges. What? Blip, blippity, blip, blip. Six it's flashing like, lights. Oh, there's a problem. Mm, mm, mm. My toggles are, they are not toggling. How do they do this effect? Is there a cushion? Yeah, there'll be a cushion on the ground. <laughs> Look at how, like, Bionic Woman's in her, like, Kentucky Derby hat. I'm sorry. Sorry. Dick is sluggish. Sick. Has no effect. Oh. Fuck this. We archival footage. Yeah. Better of fake a plane jettison. crash. Fake jettison. Press the fake jettison button. I can't find it. Do you think this arch? Oh, there we go. Archival. Archival. Now this plane crash, did they pay the family to use for the footage? I'm sure they didn't. It's archival. So we watched footage. the you know, they always say, Oh, kids watch so much violence on 70s well, TV you every go episode. Into a closet and there's reels and reels of crap. Here's one of an elephant. Here's one of Oh, you know, I know, I know, totally. They should but call I mean, up who is the man who died in this plane? I want to give his great great. No, but I think it's ironic that you know people would say you're desensitized from violence because you would watch it six times, you know, three times a yeah. night on television, yeah. and 
to the point where they use archival footage of a man dying in a plane crash and we're just like oh no i hope his son's okay you know oh. like you don't you just don't think about it i'm sure they i don't you're know right. I, you know you're right i didn't the thinker hey yeah let me touch pet the you let me pet you like a dog what what are you doing here i thought you were not my girlfriend jamie Ouch, ouch, my hair is stuck in your hand, your bionic hands. Don't, don't, oh, my your kid's hand. gonna die now. You're showing up. You're, yeah, now you're here. Your bionic hand is stuck in my hair. Uh, he has my cell phone. Oh, Steve, are these bionic? Is this bionic hair? No, it, they're plugs. They're plugs. <laughs> what do you, what do you, you have bionic hair? They're plugs. It's so sad, like they, he has to sit there. Poor son's in the hospital. All right, turn it up so you Chris can hear the bad acting so that you can not feel like, oh, it's terrible. Oh no, here we go. Ah, oh, he must be crispy. <laughs> His skin is all crispy, like jerk, like chicken. I, I can't, oh, I just, I can't even, I can smell him. Right. None of that, none of that. All he can Jeez. smell right now is like ashy smoky smell it must be terrible <laughs> okay now we are seeing breaking bad guy younger than you've know. ever seen him i can't tell you why except he has a will to live that just won't quit that's brian Walter. cranston that's brian cranston look how young we've had to amputate his right arm what both his legs are crushed his spine has snapped you were a bad doctor. Never walk again. A piece of metal lodged in his head no. and it's severed the Why does he think he's going to make it? Because he has a will to live. Check it he's out. It's so unbelievable. No. no. Brain scan is normal. His heart is very. Okay, strong. I got to stop watching Brian Cranston. Listen, listen. That uh, broken ribs lacerations minor injuries that will heal with time but, but the rest but. i'm afraid there's not much more we can do no no there's something i can do yeah i can make him bionic listen listen carl it's killing me it's killing me because it's jamie he's well, not gonna make it you don't know about bionic what are you saying well you know what we got we, we got some upper friends in upper places pal this doesn't involve you we can totally bionify this guy i don't know i'm, I'm just a, a hospital doctor a country hospital doctor i've never heard of this bionification i'm just a country city hospital doctor <laughs> just a, a country city hospital doctor lawyer Yes. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get some bionification specialists in the hospital to, to do it. We don't need you. Bionic OSI's here. Oh, man. I mean, again, these suits are just like, it's just, we take it for granted they were worn, a, but no one wears these suits. Well, not today, of course. Not today. The, the, um, Ugh. I remember used to, dress used to dress properly to go to school and then in our generation it was easy you know it was just like you'd have a collar shirt and jeans you know what i mean it would be like you could dress with 
But nowadays, it's they've got sweatpants and <laughs> pajamas. Sure. I'm not kidding. Flip flops. That's oh. all good. I rocked the sweater with the, the the collared shirt poking out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, look at this bionics. Yeah, this stuff's going to be out of date and they're going to have to like fix it. And so he's under, you know, plus how much do they like lease it? Does like Steve have to pay the government like, you know, once a month to, to have in their mortgage? Look, they're going to put in, I don't think so. I think they just paid it out right now. We own you. Yeah. Now put in the eye. Yes. Put in the eye. This is the moment we all waited for the bionification right in process right yeah we never Steve saw balls is doing it oh here we, here we go here we go Steve. i want to show you my coffee cup what is it doctor really six hundred dollars six million dollars in 1987 money <laughs> that's so cheap no it was a 1973 dot money it should be at least 7.5 million what was the story that Ben Stiller was going to do a movie version? And then, in fact, the movie version called, like, The Six Billion Dollar Man or something? I always hear, like... Interesting. I don't know if it's true. He was a test of shit, but, I mean, I, you know... He might have been a movie. Balloon. Yeah. I don't remember this guy. The doctor. Rudy Wells. Yeah. What was he in, like... He was always the doctor who, you know, they would go in for a bionic checkup. You know, he was the guy. God, that's so funny. Oh, he's probably the sexiest guy in this movie. Look at the sweat, the chest hair, the mustache. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been in surgery, so he has sweat. Now, yeah, sure. Of course, your hair, your, your chest hair is always sticking out during surgery. This guy authored two books, fiction books. He uh, wrote plays and had them produced and stuff. He, this guy was for real. Lee Majors is rocking some chess hair too. But yes. he never wrote any plays though. No, no. No. Son, I heard that your eye, right hand, legs, <laughs> and spine have been repaired. Here's another like ridiculous thing. He wakes up and he's like, you've made me a freak. I mean... But you're not my father. Don't you? I mean, why doesn't the bionic woman and $6 million man feel the same way? They were dead men. And that's, that's only. What, that's what they say in this. It's not believable. When you woke up, you were mad. And then Jamie's going to go to Steve. Did you expect him to react any other way? I mean, right. this guy, he wasn't ever going to walk again. This is a good thing. But he. <laughs> I don't know. He could have been dead, right? But they revived him. Would he no, live? Uh, it was no. Uh, when Brian Cranston was working on him, they were just. It was an emergency room visit. They were just saving gotcha. his life. Gotcha. He wasn't going to die. He was just going to be paralyzed. And... Did they need to 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 repair him? Quote unquote. Well, they certainly Weird. didn't they need to give him a laser eye. Oh, I can't wait for the laser eye. This is like when you're a kid, you have to wait till the 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock hour for the fucking laser eye, right? It's not going to happen till 1030. Well, yeah, it's going to come a little late. It is. It is. Yeah. We're going to see it really late. Uh, so he's going to be at the clinic getting better and uh, rehabilitating. And they're going to say, like, 
he's going to go, I have a laser eye. And he goes, oh, really? Yeah, my youngest son has a lazy eye. And we <laughs> try to cope. No, not a lazy eye. <laughs> lazy eye. Laser eye. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Lazy eye. The term so we, we don't really. He just said, you lost me. You're, you lost a son today. Brutal. And she's like, of course he said that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It must be cold in there. Because because of her nipples? So <laughs> I, I um, remember I said before, she happens to be like a physical therapist and a psychologist. Right. You know, just happens to be one in case your son gets hurt and needs physical therapy. Maybe from like her own experience. Her own experience. Oh, this is all coincidence. It's a coincidence right. that his son had the same horrifying accident. Right. Now, look. Here's the glass factory, and guess who broke out of jail in this three-piece suit? With yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So casual. Who wore that in 1987? Look, he popped his collar. Weekend at Look, ah, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> now, excuse me, I got to go to the next lot and do my other show. I have a Love Boat episode in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to be your psychologist. I'm going to pretend that I'm resisting. She was, during the series, she wasn't a therapist, but physical therapist. She was working in the military, right? Like a certain well, branch? She, she was a OSI agent. Um, oh, OSI, right, with Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. <laughs> I guess, with Oscar Goldman. She, she Oscar was... Goldman, yeah. No, they're... Their fake CIA is called OSI. That's what it's called. Gotcha. Um, um, um. A little heart to heart. So Lee Majors too rocks this scene. This is a good scene for him. It doesn't say here what was her profession as a. But she was in the military or something, right? She had assignments. Like, it's just interesting that had they made a series, she'd be a therapist in the run. <coughs> I just don't see. For your consideration, Carl, the montage I, of rehabilitation. I always just remember her as a secret agent. Yeah, secret agent is cool. I like how, like, secret agents and expensive, you know, they just get to retire, go on a fishing boat. Yes. With that, they bought with their own. Oh, there's, here you go, son. Here's the plate. Right. It's I now. Look. Getting better. Is there music? Why did I ask? Oh, it's so 80s. It's so 80s. Uh, hey, they can rebuild him, Carl. Rebuild him. Nine miles per hour. Uh-oh. Thank you. Oh, he's getting much better. Look at that. He does... <laughs> Wow, you bionic uh, it off. The, the old treadmill. Whoa, 25 miles per hour. And it's nothing. 37? 38? Uh, oh, let's see. Sound effect. Where's my sound effect? No, it's, he's not that kind of bionic. He doesn't run in slow motion either. You'll see. 268 he's... miles per hour. I don't believe that. 
That was sped up. So he's a sped up Ionic man. Look, he's he wants out. So what will this immature bitch do? He'll laser eye the door. I would break the door open. What would you do, Carl? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be so immature as to laser door an eye because he wants to go through it. Now, how does lasers work again? Do they stop at a certain point and cease to exist, or do they keep going through stuff? They go on in forever. They go on until they are stopped, like any beam of light. All right. So that doesn't go through the door and then go through the floor and then go it through does. the bottom? It does. Yeah. Well, okay. Light goes on to something, and it bounces off of it. Lasers do the same thing, but, I mean, they, they're hot, and they have energy, right. so they shoot through stuff. But if it hits, I don't know, lead, I don't know, it'll bounce. Whoa, I got a knife. And I'm a Bernie. I'm a Bernie. I'm a living Bernie. This is weeknight. Weeknight with Bernie. The prequel. The prequel. You're going to my beach house. What? I'm just, I work in the mailroom. And I'm his buddy. Now, why does she have Scrabble on her desk? Displayed in crap. Uh, oh, no, it's because it, it's uh, what you do. You play Scrabble, Scrabble in the office. Oh, you know what? She's it's therapist's room. You know, there's different games. There's Candyland. He's got a Springsteen shirt. Look. Yeah. So 80s. 87? It, it's um, born in born the, the U.S. Yeah. Carl's from New Jersey. And I'm I'm from New Jersey, so we you know this are stuff. from New Jersey, Mike. I am you from New, New Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Give me some wise potato chips. It's been decades. <laughs> some Uts, 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 U T Z, Jim. I'm sure you guys don't have Uts potato chips, right? Sometimes you see them in the hipster stores. Really? Yeah, I've seen Uts once in a while, but I don't see wise. You've seen Uts? That's nuts. Yeah, we certainly have wise here. Oh, I have some nuts, uh, right? You want to see them? These nuts, uh, these nuts. Oh no, I'm these I'm wise right to that. You want to play some scribble? Our lawyers told us that it is now scribble. The game of scribble is such a ripoff. You open it up, and there's pads of paper and notes. <laughs> you know, there's pens. Yeah, there's okay. no board, there's no tiles. Yeah, the instructions, directions. You write I some shit. Personally, I could not read the instructions to the game of Scribble. It was just like encipherable. It was just kind of like smudges. It wasn't even like, you know, just a bunch of lines. <laughs> oh, I now, found a diamond. It's a it's a glass, and that's gonna gonna lead to that they're at a glass factory. It's so stupid. Okay. Oh, you mean the Los Angeles County glass factory? Right. Now what she just told him was there's this guy, he was like a prisoner, and so that they wouldn't go crazy and they couldn't control him, he used to just pretend he was building a clock. And he knew everything about the clock. It was very intricate or whatever. And when he got released, he really made it, and it's in the museum at Langley Air Force Base. And so he's going to put it into his head a motorcycle, repairing it, fixing his motorcycle, taking the engine apart, putting it back together. So if he ever gets captured by kidnappers, maybe who work for Fortress and it's Martin Landau, he'll have uh -huh. something to deal with the torture and isolation. Well, he really set himself up all right. And I got a 401k plan set up. It'll help me in the future. Things are looking <laughs> up for me. 
Now Jamie's going to reveal that she's bionic. He didn't know? Nope. Uh-oh, music. Secret. Now, look, her boobs are not bionic. You see that, right? Mike, take a look. Look at him when they... Oh, look at this. Son of a bitch. But watch how he runs. See, he's the what? new bionic. Creepy. Look at the boobs. No Mike, look at her boobs. I'm looking. Mike, I'm okay. looking, all right? All right. Fine. Now, he surpasses her boobs because his bionics are more recent, and he does blurry stuff. And then, he's, then he stops. Yeah, because it's tiring. Nice park. Okay, now, oh, that's it. Nope. They're not going to move for the rest of the film. This, this is a final fight scene where all three of them attack Martin Landau, right? You're right. In the final fight scene, we will see her boobs jiggling again. Jesus but for Christ. a long time, we're not going to see it. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. Well, no, that's the whole point of 70s television, right? Like, how many seasons was Bionic Woman? How many that's seasons why Farrah Foss would have made it great. Streets company. Yeah. Farrah Foss had it. Example. Now he's needling her about liking her, his father. Okay. Now, Frank, astronaut Frank Poole is, we're, you know, he's really like a double agent kind of guy, and we don't know it yet. And well, he works for Fortress. Right. And Rudy Wells will be kidnapped. Oh. Dave Bowman. That's the 2001 guy. I Dave remember. Bo Bowman. Dave Bowman. Yeah, I bet you Frank Poole was like, God damn it. Why couldn't I have been? I might just have a cameo in this movie. I could have been Dave Bowman. I could have been a star. Uh oh. Fast motion. New, new school. New school bionics. Let's watch a full length. You mean you're gonna shoot her? Just yeah, comedian. If shoot you don't the stage, if you don't come quietly, we're gonna shoot a blind lady. Hey, if you don't come quietly, I'm gonna take your girlfriend on a trip that she'll never. What, what are you doing? Writing a novel? You have a gun to her. I get it. So you're the famous Steve Austin kid with the bionics. Go on. That's probably what sold the, the show. He's right. just a microchip off the old block. Is it okay if I leave it outside? Too talking. Maybe his mind needs a bionic readjustment. Fortress, Lyle Stenny. Got yeah. his hair. You know me. I'm Fortress. No animals were harmed during the shooting of this guy's hair, the henchman's hair. Like, he slept through the whole thing on that guy's head. We'll cut to him in a second. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a squirrel. <laughs> and Cocaine Martin squirrel. has eyebrows, too. Oh, Martin Landau always had this. Look at that squirrel. Look at that squirrel. 
They called him Cocaine Squirrel because he would give cocaine to the actors afterwards. He sold cocaine <laughs> after the set. My son was like, I'm going to Cocaine Bear, and he's like a senior in high school. And I was like, yeah. I don't know if I like that. Of course he was, Dad, come on. All my friends are going. I was like, Cocaine Bear? <laughs> it's rated R. And so he goes, he says it was extremely fun. So I had a, have a little talk with him like, cocaine's bad. You know that, right? You see what cocaine makes you do, right? But, when you yeah, eat a whole I, kilo of it. So now we see that the OSI guy is really fortress. Oh, double, double, double. Uh-oh, here's the TV guy from the 80s. He'll... What? Wow, so he's talking normally. Just facts, ma'am. Is he us? Is he the ironic teenager from the 80s who's quoting TV shows from two decades prior? <laughs> it's totally no, tubular. He's a cuckoo. I think I looked like that when I was 12. No, no I graduated high school. One of the things they would say in the pitch meeting, like to make a pilot for whatever, is that he could he would be a Air Force pilot because Top Gun was super popular at this very second, and they wanted to soak off of that and get a fighter guy in the Six Million Dollar Man too. So he says, "Would you please draw the picture of the man you saw?" And then this guy is a perfect sketch artist. It, it huh. plays into the plot. They're like, this, I know this guy. You think this plot point is too sketchy, right? Ah, <laughs> very nice. Yes. You got what I was saying. I don't have to draw you a picture. But I did anyway. <laughs> it says he lives in a boat with a staircase. Yeah, that's his retirement boat. It's his home. Ew. Does it smell like mildew? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, I know him. He writes the editorial uh, column for the blog. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him, uh, I saw him uh, featured a profile on the top of the uh, Wall Street Journal. It was all pinpoint. We have two Star Trek connections in this film. One is astronaut Frank Poole. He was in the pilot episode of Star Trek. Oh, the pilot oh, one? No, he wasn't. He wasn't in the pilot. He was in the second Star Trek episode, which was like a, a let's try it again pilot. Gotcha. Do, 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 now, Lindsay Wagner was like a model in Los Angeles, and she got on, like, she was on Playboy After Dark, and that's put oh. her on TV. She was on The Dating Game in 69. So was Farrah Fawcett. They all were. Um, in 71, she signed a contract with Universal Studios, and then she started being on TV shows, you know, Night Gallery and... Marcus Welby, MD, Rockford Files, stuff like that. So they liked her in Rockford Files, and that's what got her noticed for this. Um, do you remember that show, The Paper Chase? There was a movie. Sure. That was, yeah, that was uh, John Houseman. She was the daughter of. Oh, John Houseman? Yeah. Oh, look at that. He got beat up by Ionic Blood. Yeah, and now he's going to go, I'm sorry, I've got to redo my motorcycle. It'll probably oh, take got two guns at him. You're going in the closet. I'm going to lock the door this time. You can't. That'll stop him. 
He was much better in surf too. That was, well, was he? Well, now weekend to Bernie's was that eighty seven as well? I don't remember, but it was eighties. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. So now they went to the glass factory, and they're gonna. They have to spend the night in the same hotel room. Why? Yeah, well, Why? Why? He, Why he is that? His, uh, he needs his jeans pleated. I don't know. So the thing is. They don't take advantage of this, like, rekindle their love and romance. Instead, they're like, you stay on your side of the bed. and But meanwhile, they really like each other. And it's it's terrible TV stuff. Now, you noticed they had dinner at that restaurant again for the third time. <laughs> oh, bionic snoring. Oh. They're going to go into a bionic slumber. Yeah. <laughs> See, if we're indoors, you could take your leather jacket off. You know what? I'll, I'll step outside. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Listen to this speech. Do you love this country? I do. pretty sick all right that's enough it was that was thank his you speech. he goes do you love this country i do and then he does his speech he's like i don't understand this why is weekend bernie's looking the other way he's sitting on the desk and he's just staring at the wall is that <laughs> the style right now i don't oh, no, know he's looking, now. he's looking now now he is yeah Weird You're going to tell me everything you know about your bionics or I'm going to keep on him torturing you. Do you remember those Philofax, those little cards behind them yeah. for the phone yeah. cards? When you went into someone's office and you saw one of those, did you ever look at them and where did you, what, what name would you look for? So th those were just the, you know, like contacts or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of times only like a quarter of them would be written on. You know, those other ones are blank. Yeah, right. They keep it. it looks uh, like you have all these contacts. <laughs> Rolodex. No, that was. I think no, Rolodex was like your pocket keeper as an adult, right? Like if it was a leather case, and you would keep your appointment book and your your phone book. No, Rolodex. No, maybe you're right. It is a Rolodex. It's the one where it had right. the phone cards. There were those IPAs, right? And personal. Right. Oh, yeah. It would be like a mini computer in your hand. IPAs. But it like was really because you would have to input everything and keep it current. Okay, they're going to the glass factory now, so we're going to see like 15 minutes of shoot 'em ups. That's good. And I heard the sound effect. Nice. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go ouch when he touches that gun. Yeah, because only one him. of his hands, is, arms is bionic. Where's the ammo. ammo in this movie? Ammo. Oh, where's the explosives? Who owns the explosives? U.S. government explosives. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get my book. Oh, no. He's got an explosive. D4. We have explosive. D4, right. Yeah, right. He, he probably went in there and said, damn it. Why did I bring my own explosives? 
How much? So this movie is over in ten minutes. Ten seconds. <laughs> oh, ten minutes. Okay. Oh, is it ten seconds? Wait, do I hear a bomb going off? Being this set? is so weak. She just walks in in like her eighties casual clothing. It, it's just completely dumb. So she's now, caught. Oh, no, there's... These are uh, Steve's kids' friends, and they're pretending to be drunks. Right. As one does. Oh, this is the Carlo the drunks. Yeah, you know, it's the 80s. It's just drunks. He goes, all right, fuck it then. There's so many carloads of drunks that drive by the glass factory. Yeah. Just another day. Uh-oh. <laughs> This is a biotic man. Listen, you guys squirrel head. Don't call me squirrel head. Do you think part of the success of the show is that he does look like a stuntman anyway, Lee Majors? Well, so that's that what the fall guy was. He was a former stuntman who had fallen yeah. to adventures. There's, there goes Jamie, but it's her. It's they like, can't land on their feet like that. That would kill. Yeah, it would hurt. Now, why would she do that? Ow! Ow. What's that punch? punch? <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you leave the room? I can't. Jump, 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 jump. jump. The invention guy can't leave his lab at all. They can meet in a public place and they can give right. him like another device, but they, they can't, you know. OSI. So now they're not CIA, they're FBI all of a sudden. Right. Ah, my feet. It seems so painful, these stunts. Look, ouch, my knees. Bernie's guy. Now watch what his laser eye will do. Was it burn the handcuffs? Chink. The blind. Do 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 do. Now look at his bionics. I can't do that. He's fast motion. Everything else is standing still. They can only do this where there's no other person in the room. That's right, or the effect won't work. It's, There's no cars driving around. They're just like, this will work. Let's stop motion it. Now, down. I've been bloodlessly shot. It's the fakest. Pow! Pull him! Pull him out of here for safety. Ouch, you're dragging me on the cement floor. And the oh, movie's yeah. over. Oh, Thank yeah. you guys for watching. Oh! God, that's so intense. They're right there. Ouch, yeah. ouch, ouch. They're in the real world hot. Super hot. Ouch. In the real world. Now, Mike, they're stuntmen who do it for a living and they're paid to do it and it's a career. They're not being you. tortured. They're not being tortured. They're there was not being tortured. For this part. No, I understand, but there's, there's probably different guidelines now. Yes. Those sparks should not land on them. Yeah, and you shouldn't really... Sh <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the reason why you watch TV. You want to see this. Get your fill. Steve, it's Lee Major's kid. Ow. 
Boing, 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 boing. I don't want to kill him. I hear that. What? Dad, I was doing just fine, Dad. I, I saw what you were doing. You saw me. You were in Montana. <laughs> With my bionic eye. Oh, I got hurt Ooh. on the knee. I dropping by. Uh oh. Now the guy he fought with in the bar saves him. Way to go. Uh, I'll do anything for you, sir. He goes, you have Oh, he was doing that with his mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah, they probably do make the noises when they run. Uh, that was great, Lee, but you Ow. You're under arrest, double crosser. Who's really? He shot him in the ball. wrist. No, he oh, he shot the wrist. gun out of out of his hand. Yes. Whoa! Uh, right on the feet. Ouch! Oh, <laughs> a lot of prop guns. I got nice mustache. I got <laughs> chop. You think that's a fake mustache? It's the same stunt guy from the last scene? Maybe. I think so, too. Oh, no. No, no. My squirrel's going to wake up. Don't wake up my squirrel. Cocaine squirrel. <laughs> wow. Oh. That looks painful, right? Oh. Whoa. Jump. <laughs> Pearl, I have a question. Why would she jump to the edge of the uh, platform? Wouldn't she just jump over that and land? Right, right, and land safely, securely. It could be because she was really jumping backwards and she was on I the guess. edge. It could be. I'm not saying it was. Because if it was Black Adam, anything is possible. Just use some CGI and have him just land perfectly. You now want to have hurt. All right. Now, he's going to get shot. But he laserize them. What, right in the heart? In yeah, the groin, I thought. You didn't kill him, did you? No, I can control the intensity of the beam. Cool. How? Yeah. I bet you wish you had one. Again. So, what do you mean the intensity of the beam? You hit him with the hit him in the chest with a laser beam? Well, it just was kind of bonky. It didn't go through him. <laughs> What? Use your bio. Here, let me show you how I control my laser eye. Brain, <laughs> not so hard on him. Pew. <laughs> Pew. Does he have a venue in his head that, that picks like oh, out of the 10 of the pain? Well, you saw him squeezing his hand, right? Didn't you see him like squeezing his hand? Oh, so he does it like that. So this is I like a 10 pain, 9 pain. You are surrounded by OSI. Rudy Wells has a gun. Rudy Wells has a gun. I'm so ashamed. No OSI paparazzi shots, please. Perp walk. They're going to go up to him. Why are your hands up? Are you here to promote Ed Wood? <laughs> I was in the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> All right, this is wrap. I'll see you uh, next fall. So we're wrapping up.
to Southern California. And to the many adventures we'll have week after week. Yeah, now the thing is, this guy must have been so disappointed that it didn't become a series, right? Well, I mean, how many pilots that never make it on the TV, whether it's a TV, a movie, but back or is, pilot setup? But it is on the TV, you know what I mean? And the promise was. You know, he gets to eat at these nice restaurants. Now, he's a Star Trek connection. He was on Star Trek Enterprise, which wasn't the greatest series, but he was there. He would not, he would, he was in Get the Gringo with uh, Mel Gibson, but. Well, not Get the Gringo. I enjoyed that. I don't know. He would go on to be like on Melrose Place, Dynasty, Baywatch, TJ Hooker. You know, he, he, he did, he could have become a superstar, but he was just a working actor. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It's good to know. No, I'm just saying if this thing had been a pilot, we might all know it. Like he might have been. But I don't think, honestly, I don't think this show would have lasted. With the return of the, first off, think long term. How many seasons would the return of the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman last? Well, well no, the season pilot, four. No, yeah, the what would the show was gonna be the kid? He was going to. But what would they call it? That Bionic Kid? Yeah. I don't know what right. they would call okay, it. Yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be named after the TV movie. It wouldn't be season three of Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and Bionic yeah. Woman, episode four. Right. They would go on yeah. to do two other movies, though. The Bionic Showdown and Bionic, and Bionic Ever After? Yeah. Question mark? That's T? the one I think we should have watched. All right. Well, maybe another time. Don't you Isn't... dare, Michael. What, don't you want to see the further adventures? I guess I would do it, but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, I don't know. The movie's not over yet. We're acting like the film's done. It is. It is done. Look, they're at the same Look, they're, place. they're at the same fucking place. Don't keep walking, lady. Keep walking. Don't come in here with your window breaking. Go for it. Totally. What? So I'm going to have to ask you to leave? <laughs> Oh, well, that oh, barrel is in the way. How embarrassing. Uh-oh, there's Donkey Kong. Where's my... Have you seen my barrel? I left it right here. Hey! Wow. You can't just you, barrel you. through here. Brian Cranston. All right, well, we want to thank Dave D Entertainment for posting this video. Yeah. For us without the commercials. Carl, what did you think of this movie? It was horrible, terrible. It was stinky. The only reason it was fun is because we used to be $6 million men fans and bionic woman fans so yeah that's right it's a little it was fun and because it was nostalgia at the time because it was yeah. a return of and now it's nostalgia now and if you haven't even heard or seen it it's right. a fair enough place to start it just doesn't make any sense they're the all three yeah 10 Maybe. years it, it, this was 10 years after the show got canceled right show. that's the thing it's yeah, see, they got to distance themselves from the explosion. So they did put a legal notice at the end. Mm-hmm. Purely fictional, and no way did we blow that shit up. No way did we reveal OSI's identity or any of that information. Yeah, right, we didn't blow. We got the footage. Like, yeah, well, there was some military issues. I guess um, 
Top Gun, they had the, the approval. You know, the, the army always has to approve that shit anyway. Yeah, absolutely. They're not like a casino where they could do whatever they want. Carl, I thought this was a piece of shit. Oh, uh-huh. It was just really hard to watch. Yeah. I like the stunts were cool, but they looked super violent. I hope those guys were okay or they, they talked to their union and they cleared that up. <laughs> right. The next time it wouldn't uh, be so chaotic for the bionic the man. Uh, yeah. And I wish they brought up the fact the government owns them. All the 03. <laughs> but but he was retired. He was retired. And Jamie wasn't working for them. She was a physical therapist, psychologist. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I think that was, uh, yeah, it wasn't that great. But uh, we wanted to thank you because we wouldn't be able to watch a bad movie if it wasn't without uh, an audience. And because uh, sometimes you need someone else in the room to watch a really <laughs> shitty movie. You know, and so we're glad that we were able to watch this movie with you and you watched it with us. We'll be, I am typing frantically on my PlayStation 4, Carl, the name of next movie. Oh. Uh, yeah. <coughs> so I don't have a audio thing. Thunderground is telling me. Should I type in Thunderground? No. no Thundercats Thunder. Ago is our movie Thunder, uh, next bird. week. Oh, and this is actually, we're going to break tradition. Argo trailer. What's it called? Thunderbirds are go. Thunderbirds? Is Thunderbirds one word? Uh, yes. Why don't I know that? They didn't teach me that in school. Okay, there Thunder... is Thunderbirds are go Wait. official trailer number one. Okay. And Shane Rimmer movie is... No, no, no. That's the... The trailer is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. The channel we like is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. Wow, that's a lot of presumption. All right. Uh, I have Bob. Let me go find Thunderbirds. One word: Argo. Official trailer number one. And you said it's hosted by Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. Oh, I don't see that. Maybe I should go back. Sorry, guys. As we do this, this is because we're live in the studio. Uh, budge. Space. Trailer. Sorry. Trailer. I want to get that run tomato one plan. All right, I see it, sir. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit play and then hit pause. Oh, I got a commercial. I'm gonna let this commercial for uh, the movie commercial, trailer commercial. Commercial. All this right. This will be our only sponsor. Hey, you ever? Uh, don't show it. Which one do you have? Uh, I have I. I have IV builders. Oh, I don't know what commercial I had. I <laughs> it doesn't even go register in your brain. Okay, uh, we want you to watch the commercial. Make sure you don't notice it. it. Just goes right into your back of your brain, and then once you the actual trailer, which is a commercial, plays, hit pause, move to zero zero zero, and at the count of and when we say go, like our delightful celebrity comedian up front said, <laughs> uh, go ahead and press go. Three, two, one, go. Excitement is go. Adventure is go. Adventure is go. Oh, that's Ringo. Thunderbird. Ringo is go. Whoa. Yes. What? Thunderbird. What? What? Wait, who are these people? These are the Thunderbirds. There's a guy named Dr. Brains. What? Okay, he just told me where it was. 
Uncharted, Michael. That's a secret. Look out. Who's Gary Anderson? What? What? Pass. Pass. I'm going to rock out. I'll go to the stars to rock out. Look how cool they are. They're all chiseled. Carl, I'm greedy. I'm not sharing the danger. Ugh. Blah. A technoscope. Blah. And they're birds. What? The... Directed by David Lane. Universal Studios. Wow, that's the loudest thing I ever heard in my life. United Artists. Go. So this was a TV show, I guess, from England. And you don't know it? A movie. I you know don't it. know it? Yeah, I know it. I've I never seen it, but I know it. You never saw and it? And okay. that's why I'll be researching this movie myself. Uh, this week we're doing the old switcheroo next week. Uh, and I will be calling. <laughs> you have you seen this film? Oh, I, I don't know if I saw the film, but I used to be a big fan of Thunderbirds as a little little kid. Uh, I've it's never puppet. seen a Thunderbird. Wow, I, I'm aware of it, and I'm aware of the cultural incident. But this would be a case where I would have to research it going blind because I have no idea. I've never seen the marionettes before. Okay, so but you have, so you can tell me whether or not I got it right. As if I know. I was a little yeah. kid watching. Do you ever see that one? Uh, it was like, uh, America, fuck yeah. Do you remember sure, that? Team America, world, please. It's, yeah, of it's course, it's a parody of that. It's got to be based on. Yeah, no, it's a parody of it for sure. Also, who was the one? He passed away. He was um, Chet in uh, the... Um, oh, there Bill was Paxton. a live-action Thunderbird. Bill Paxton. Yes, and Bill Paxton was the dad. There was a There's live a action live Thunderbirds. Action Thunderbirds? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with me? All right. Okay, people. So we're going to be watching, and you know, it's a bad movie, and maybe other people have talked about it before, but it's on YouTube, and I've never seen this before. We'll be watching the theatrically released Thunderbirds or Go from the 60s next week. So check it out. Check out the old episodes too. Catch up with me, and uh, Carl will let us know. We're doing right. We want to thank Mutiny Radio for playing us, for, for, for us being part of Mutiny Radio. You go always check it at mutinyradio.fm. Carl, submissions are being accepted for the Mutiny upcoming 2024 Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Another so one? Out, well, we, we just had one in March. No, we so just had one. next year? Ne no, for this year. For this year. No, you're wait, absolutely wait, right. Wait, yeah, it would be in October. It's October the 1st. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. But, so if you check out muniradio.fm, you're a San Francisco Bay Area community, especially, or if you're somewhere around the country, it's available and just send the clip and it's, you could check out whatever, check out the station. They have more information about right. their festival. And those are always the t-shirts I wear. <gasps> See, there's a tentacle from one year uh, when we do our show. How exciting is that? Carl, show me your shirt. Carl can be found at carlsucks.com or carl.sucks if that still works. That nice shirt. And you could check them out uh, throughout Ascotti's at uh, Springfield, New Jersey. And you could check me out nowhere. <laughs> what? Somewhere. No. So, oh, plug. oh, I was just on Game Show Network on uh, right. March 29th. March uh, was, 29th, it's coming. It, or it depends on when oh, this airs. This probably airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were on. I was, my, I was a contestant on People Puzzler. So uh, check that out. Maybe it's online. March 29th episode. Uh, Larry, it might be on our channel. Let's find out. 
It is on your channel, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. DVR, yeah, yeah. On LWAFLMOYT, you might see a promo. Let's see what happens. All right, fingers crossed. Maybe hear it up front. Okay, we'll see you next week because Thunderbirds are go. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, audience. See you next week. Just a quick belt before the show. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Just having oh, a just, belt. Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh, Antonic. I uh, love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming live first here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District in a really beautiful part and uh come on by they do shows here monday and fridays you can be an audience member it is covid compliance and you could perform and you could check out and you can listen to the podcast we have a podcast it's by our acronym which we mentioned up front l w a f l m o y t 
Uh, so you can either stream us right now, Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm, or you can subscribe to our podcast, LWAL. <laughs> I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You could go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells and whistles. Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L. Let's. W. Watch. L-W-A. F. Feature. L-M. Not feature. Full length movie. Full length movie. On YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Love it. I love hearing my name like that. So, and also, you know, we love Mutiny Radio, and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to mutinyradio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button. Or if you happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are I've read about, and now I just they're all on YouTube, so we could just instantly watch them. And some of them are so bad, you really need other people with you let us watch a full-length movie so we want you to watch a movie on youtube while listening to our podcast at the same time uh carl what is the movie this week uh this week we will watch aladdin with 1d 1986 aladdin so aladdin a yeah a l a d i n okay. it should be aladdin duh, 1986 1986? Wait a minute, 1986? You mean 1992 with two Ds with Disney and... No, no? It's not even animated. Well, is it a period piece? Does it take place in the 1600s? Um, it, it is not. It is, <laughs> okay, it is all right. All right. And the channel we like is weird. It's TJGR17. Isn't that weird? Yeah, an acronym. Yeah. To jigger, to jigger. One, one oh, more time, one, one more time for our balcony seats. TJGR17. TJR17. Uh, right. Go ahead, and, that is the channel that is hosting it. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel. They're doing us this great service. Yeah. We want you to find this, uh, Aladdin 1D, 1986. Find it, click pause when you get to it. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We're going to have a celebrity comedian. When they say go, go ahead and hit go. Now, this is a lot of information, but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian. So we want to take the time to, to hear about this comedian. And then at the end, the comedian will say go. And by this point, you were able to find Aladdin 1986, and you were able to sync it up. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Bobby Tamburo. Welcome, Bob. Thank you for having me, Carl. <laughs> so you hail from Hershey, Pennsylvania. But the thing is, you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat? Oh, that's, I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. Actually just found a place, so <laughs> I will have my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act. Yes, and absolutely. They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but that's what they say. <laughs> Sweet dicks. Woo! <laughs> I got to tell you. So so you, if you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan, that is pricey. 
It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. Okay. So I was okay. able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we I'm lock in right? Yep. And it was a nice low price and it worked out. And as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, it's time to move on. We'll give you a couple <laughs> of weeks and that's where we're at. But it was nice while it lasted, to be honest yeah. with you. I kind of lived like the, the luxury life. <laughs> Very nice. Trump. Trump over here. So you are – we met at Scotty's when you were featuring. How long have you been a feature? So I uh, I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy in Pennsylvania, and in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater. Uh -huh. And he basically said, hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of 100 people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience. And yeah. through that – Steadily increase my time and be like, hey, you're at 10 minutes now. You're doing well. Let's give you 15, flounder for a little bit. And, you know, for <laughs> about four out. years, for about four years, I was about that 20, 25 minute. And then really last year, uh, the first time we worked together, it wasn't my first time featuring. It was like third or fourth. But right around that time is when yeah. I got the title. Um, Dave Landau, who I know you've gotten to see and work with a couple of times at Scotty's. Yeah. Scotty's favorite, I'd even be willing to say. Um he knew I was going back home to the local club, the Comedy Zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't was having a hard time getting in and was like, "Why don't you just feature for me?" And yeah, that was my see you. Opinion. It was really cool and it, it got me in the club. It, it did wonders. So can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood. <laughs> um, yeah, I've noticed that too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Now you've got yeah. a cool ass nickname, right? It's <laughs> the donkey of comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where was that born? And and explain it. So my last name is Camburo, as you said, and Burrow in Italian being donkey. <laughs> One day Garrett, who's a producer at Compound Media, loved by the fans, turns around and just says, You should go by the donkey of comedy. <laughs> and sure enough, Gino Bisconti heard it and just ran with it. Oh, um, Gino. You know how Gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it. So that the name became immortal. And honestly, it's really cool. Uh, as a guy who worked for our network, starting out as an intern, it was a way the fans <laughs> could like identify me and be like, oh, yeah, it's that donkey dude. <laughs> yeah, no, at Compound Media, you're like behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't, I, every episode, right? They, they they refer to you, they ask a question, you supply them info. Absolutely. I, I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart because I have Google in front of me. But <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while. And yeah. Everybody at Compound is really cool. Nobody is trying to steal the spotlight. Everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine. And it's a very fun place to work. Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit about Gino's episode at Scotty's, but did you, were you on air ever talking with Gino about that? I saw the episode in which he spoke about it. Uh, we did not talk on air, the two of us. That would have been um, a great bit. That would have been it, a great story. It would. I, I honestly had a great night because as much as yeah. they all did not like him, they loved us even more. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great night. <laughs> yeah, by comparison, right? We're Absolutely. superstars. <laughs> that night only. Okay, Absolutely. well, listen, uh, you know, I, I, I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low-key, 
but also sometimes it's 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 edgy right but they're but you sneak up on them because you're talking quiet you're being a nice guy and then you run up <laughs> smack them from the on their butts i really <laughs> like that well thank you very much it's yeah that's, that's definitely something i try to do with you know writing you have to have a little bit of edge otherwise people get tired of it you yeah. know what i mean you can only do the cute thing so many times <laughs> that's that, right. that is something I learned over time is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stopped paying attention. Well, you, they trust you with the beginning. You called it cute. I don't know if it's your cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed Try to put that into the universe. <laughs> and then you smack them on the butt. Okay, so Bobby, every, Bobby Tamburo, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us. Okay, Aladdin 1D. Uh, we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you give it to us, Bobby? How about that celebrity comedian countdown? All right, everybody at home, are you ready? Three, two, one, play. Gonna crack it up, Bud Spencer. Is this Super, Super Fanta Genio? Right. It must be orange. That is the Italian Genie. title. Genie, are you? Genie, who are you? Oh, that's it's so stupid. Genie, Genie, who, who are, are you? Oh, what are you? What are you? Where are you? Who is Genie? Genie, Genie, do. Look, Genie's talking back. Yeah, that's right. What? I said so? And it's so unfunny, all the things he says in this song. And you'll hear it at the end, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait till the end. You know, that song reminds me of uh, uh, the band Dance. There's ABC is one, two, three. <laughs> no, Justice. The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance. And it sounds like exactly like it. Because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit. Genie. Who, me? The genie <laughs> of the lump. Oh, I am the genie of the lump. That's right. You do a great Bud Spencer. We should mention Bud Spencer is the comedy duo for uh, Terrence Hill. Right. And they were like phenomenal in Italy, cranking out movies. Terrence Hill did a solo movie in America called Mr. Billions. We watched it. We yeah. love it. Right. And now we haven't even seen them as a duo. But now we're going to see the other guy, Bud Spencer, in this movie. Right. Aladdin. I think he plays the genie. So right. are we in Italy or are we in Florida? We are in Miami, Florida, uh, where I spent many of my years growing up and, you right. know, being there through college. And uh, this is uh, really takes me back to my time in Miami, you know. So this guy is like, he goes out on the boat, he fishes or whatever, but another thing he does is he knows where some wrecks are and he knows where junk is. So he sort of screw, dra you know, dredges, drags the sand and comes up with some junky stuff. Here you go. Oh, and he sells it to this guy. Uh, Al buys it or whatever his car says. Yeah, that's Tony. Right. Tony buys it, his which name is a totally is American thing we do. We paint, we, we, <laughs> weird. I mean, I see that all the time. I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> no, but he's got like a curious. Oh, there's a store. Yeah. yeah, it's called Tony Buys It right, right there in Miami. Exactly. He's got a scuba diver. 
Tony uh, Gear. Genie. He's got parking. Look at that right in front of there. Now, Tony was um, in Hardly Working, 1980. Oh, really? Which we saw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was guess... Tony the Clown. So the thing is, I... he, you didn't really... He was in makeup. Oh, did he fire all the other clowns? Listen, circus got it closed. Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. Flip Flop. Sorry, Bobo. Sorry, JJ. Oh, can you uh, open the door? I want to say sorry to all the other 20 clowns. That's right. Yeah. No, they're too shy to come out. Okay. Yeah, these guys are all character actors. They all have like shtick. And this is kind of a cool space. I mean, they're able to go into a store like this and use it. Yeah. You know, 